Welcome to the Too Posh Podcast. I am Gabrielle. I am a former New York Mafia princess, originally from Austria. I am the mother of three and the owner of Too Posh Boutique. And here with my beautiful co-host, Marcella, my daughter. Hello, I'm Marcella. I'm a dancer, choreographer, model, and designer for Too Posh. And I say whatever the fuck I want. And I cannot wait to talk to Layton. How you doing? I'm Layton. I'm a musician, singer, songwriter. I'm a model. I'm just out here having a good old time. One of God's boys. <laughs> I am Polly. I am a certified sexual health consultant and educator, former professional dominatrix, currently working at the largest adult novelty store in the Texas Panhandle. What will they say next? Welcome to the Two Posh Podcast. So welcome to our Two Posh Podcast. I am your host, Gabrielle, and I'm here with my daughter, Marcella. Hello. And we have a amazing co-host today uh bernie diamond hello thank you for being here we're so grateful you're here with thank joining you. us i'm excited and, and hi spider hello. our dj and if you want to hear bernie's really amazing story mm-hmm. our episode oh my gosh oh i don't god, know that was a while back. i should have so long well back. back ago is so a while back yeah ago. i should have but your story anything. i mean is really have you listened to it i have i, I mean listened a couple times it's really you speak so well. I know. Well, thank you very much. Episode forty six. I was going to say forty seven or thirty seven. Yeah, it's forty six and no. forty seven, but forty six is your story, and it's ah. so good. If anybody wants, it's to also it. on YouTube. Yes, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the that. film now. Wow, we yes. didn't have it then, but now it's there, so you so, can see yourself. So we're filming now. We're filming yeah, I we're good. I didn't know that. Camera. That's yeah. Now this is our light. I know. Oh, yeah. This is, this nice. is a pretty filter. This is like a oh, good. I feel pretty. <laughs> you, know I like I, you know what? I forgot that big bottle of Tito's on the table. Oh, we need to move it. You know that. Uh, you don't it's see not even, It's not even on the camera. Oh, oh it's not? Maybe. No. Oh, good. Just, Just kidding, man. It's water. It's water bottle. There's no bottle of Tito's at all. <laughs> it's water. Uh, now, yeah, now the cap is. You can't I see it. Oh, now the cap. Just, Just the cap. Do you want to make a drink? No, I can't. Okay, that's fine. You can put it down. Here, I'll put it. I know. Yeah, it's too early Monday morning. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking to go about. Work too, early. <laughs> too early. It's not in my vocabulary. Depends on who you're asking for yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> Friday may be different. Right. Was Cinco de Mayo? So did you guys do anything for Cinco de Mayo? Mm, I didn't. Isn't that crazy? I didn't either. You didn't, neither did I at all. I went grilled out and I went and worked out. That was it. That was <laughs> I it. worked out. So, also boring. What I, worked, about you? I worked up here with Michael who's Hispanic and forgot it was Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> it's not one of those that I have celebrated often. Like it's not one of Me those neither. that I go out much. Me neither. Oh, it was I crazy. I think I'm usually working or something. We went down to Deep Ellum after we were done recording and uh, it was wild down there. Was oh, it? Sure. Yeah. Any place any you excuse? could get tacos, they had a line out the door. Oh. I, I can't do... Like any festive nights or weekends, I cannot do downtown. Or uh, just gets it's too crazy. I don't it's like way it. Way too crazy. It's not I don't fun like at all. It anymore. When I was younger, I loved it. I thrived on it. No, yeah, right. I hate any it. excuse to go out, I would find it. <laughs> well, and, what's and today? It's Tuesday at eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Let's go out. And do you guys know that it was like one of the deadliest weekends in Dallas? There was seven. Really? I thought about you because there was seven shootings. Seriously? Yes. And just random. Random in all different neighborhoods. Jeez, and I, I, yeah. why I brought it up because Bernie's story. Go listen to it. He was a victim of a random drive-by shooting, basically, yep. yeah. and mm-hmm. he lost his arm. And his survival story is so amazing. So go listen to that. Mm-hmm. And today's episode, though, we will talk about if 
relationships and marriages can survive if someone cheated? Oh, <laughs> that's a tough one. Um, yep, and there is some um, documentations about it. And uh, if cheating, you're knowing if your re- relationship will survive. Now, <laughs> I don't oh, believe in cheating, yeah. <laughs> so I would never, for me personally, if you cheated, that's it. I wouldn't ever even think about. That's a tough one. And uh, hear me out on this because I'm right there with you. I, uh, that's tough because marriage, as you know, you've been 19 years, right? Together so 19 years. Yeah. I was married for seven. We were married together for five. We were separated for two. And I mean, cheating thing never happened that way, but marriage is hard enough. Relationships are hard enough, but yeah. then you break that foundation. That's tough. I mean, the, the unfortunate part, it happens all the time. And then yeah. I know friends of mine who are going through divorce or they're, I mean, m- Unfortunately, I'd say this, but most marriages, there's very few that are in a healthy spot. But if you have kids involved too, uh-huh. that yeah. makes things so much worse. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't think it ever goes away. I think it's always in the back of your head if somebody's cheated. But then we found out too that some somebody you know, um, it has worked because the other went and cheated. Like if you wait, what? <laughs> so, no, no, no. so the husband cheated, mm-hmm. had an affair. Yes, came out like all came out, and then she cheated. So it was like they both That's cheated. Fucking crazy! Right there. <laughs> now, is, sorry for my there's, there. It's That's, almost like then it was even ground, <laughs> and then they decided oh, that if they ever thought about it they would just end the marriage. They didn't want to go through that upheaval and insanity of how much pain and heartache and hardship was involved in that. Man, that's tough. So That's a tough one. I mean, at the end of the day, when people cheat, I mean, there's just some need that, I mean, sometimes it has nothing to do with their mate. It has to do with themselves. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think that's one of the things that I feel like I'm learning or learn is, you know, to kind of, I'm not married and and I don't have a girlfriend, but to almost kind of cheat proof, you must feel like you almost have to date constantly. And and I I mean by like intentionally date because Mm -hmm. life happens, you get busy doing stuff and, you know, everyone's excited in the honeymoon phase of every relationship, right? right. It's exciting. I want to talk to you all the time. You talk every single day Mm -hmm. and then you slowly. tapers. Yeah. But then that's the thing. It tapers. Then you don't want to, you're like. One person wants to talk along with the other one. You're like, I just want to watch some TV. Yeah. And, you know, so. And then their feelings are hurt. That's right. That's right. And so, man, Why that's don't tough. you text me anymore all day? I meant to. It just didn't go through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but wanted to watch TV. <laughs> that's the other part about it is that the other thing is there's just so many options that people will allow. Like In today's world with yeah. ours, I mean, with Tinder and all this kind of stuff. So where it's just sits there. And then what about the the apps where married people can actually find people to cheat with? What? Like, yes. What is that I forgot called? what it's called. It the Ashley, Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison. Yeah. That's right. I'm on there all the time. Uh, <laughs> I heard. I'm on there. I heard. No, I've never been there. Ladies, if you're married, holler at me. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You, like, no, for real? Really. No. Oh, I was like, really, Spider? <laughs> and the world's worst karma is going towards. No, but it's, it is. It's really easy. And even with in the world of Messenger and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So it's. Uh, LinkedIn. Li- I LinkedIn. Oh, my gosh. There's more, there's more people on LinkedIn that will call someone out. 
because they mm-hmm. call it. I mean, it's considered more of a real professional like network thing. It's and I've seen, I've seen, I know, <laughs> I've seen people call people out, but I'm 100 percent sure with you that uh, you know, there's just too many options. There's just way too many more options. Well, and I think people are comparing relationships because people will show like, oh my gosh, my boyfriend or my husband does this for me and that for me, and you see all these influencers and their yeah. boyfriends or husbands are like. I don't know, like Philip Pline. I, whatever, like I always laugh craziest. because I'm like, I know of people that are in relationships that are struggling. Yeah. And then I watch them post stuff on social media yeah. that is like, oh, the flowers and the presents <laughs> and the beautiful dinners. And I'm always like, not to brag, but I, me and my husband have an amazing marriage. And I get stuff all the time, but I never post it. I don't see the need to. Yeah. <laughs> just well, yeah, happy. but then I'm saying I think that people compare their relationship and then they're like, well, he doesn't do that for me, so Absolutely. I need to go find. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I'm going to stay with him, though, and then go find someone who Yeah. Well, that's the other part about it is that, you know, everyone's the grass is usually, the grass is greener kind of thought yeah. process. But, you know, it's very rare that social media matches up with what somebody's life is oh very, gosh, very rare. rare yeah i can't and even imagine even, even if their life matches up as far as like material stuff mm-hmm. i mean there's i mean don't be wrong there's plenty of people who they what you see is really what it is they're amazing people and whatnot that too but it's hard that's like a diamond in the rough that's like <laughs> such a hard thing to find someone who really matches up with that or they'll set, talk about their shit like i like the people who are like oh i like the bad stuff they'll talk about their life but i don't think you get that typically yeah so i think that's why people are cheating so much but then it is hard to leave you know when someone cheats well they say that certain types of cheating are easier to overcome than others and i'm like cheating is cheating is cheating is cheating yeah but i guess they would say if you don't put your penis in the vagina it's not cheating well then there's all sorts of it it depends on who you're asking so talking to someone on messenger on through social media someone can call that cheating um you know, spending time with another person. Some people call that cheating. Uh, you know, just kissing someone. Some people call that it, it is, but some people would say it's not cheating. It is cheating. But well, ask yourself. I said this in another episode. Would you do this with your girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, spouse if they were right standing there? Do yeah, there yes, exactly. you go? Absolutely. I think that defines cheating in my heart and mind because. Yeah. Would you? Yeah. I mean, you're in a relationship or in a marriage, and then there's a pretty girl, you're out by yourself. Now you say, I'm going to kiss her. No big deal. I'm not doing anything else. Hey, babe, do you mind? Uh, (laughs) Just watch real fast. Hold my drink for a second. (laughs) Puts it in a completely different perspective. No, it's it's very true. Mm -hmm. Or or if they say, could you give your phone to your significant Mm -hmm. other for a whole day? That's tough, uh, right? That's super tough. Uh huh. Like, could you just give it to them for the whole day? Oh, man, you take my phone, but uh, then you have to take all my work calls too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can deal with it if you want. You're dealing with married women anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a tough one for sure. Uh huh. For sure. So let me just bring some pointers up here that they're saying on this in this Subject. article. Um, They say the one night stand. They say if the infidelity affair was a one time occurrence and your partner is genuinely remorseful, your relationship can survive the infidelity. While no one can make excuses for anyone who is unfaithful, we're all capable of making mistakes. Being flawed human beings who make mistakes, we are deserving of second chances. 
Working together as a couple to fix the problem could mean ending up with a stronger bond and better communication than you had before the infidelity. So so I've heard of stuff like this where there's some people who they're no one likes to know that their mate had a one night stand, but for them, they're okay if it was more the physical aspect instead of that emotional connection. I've heard that before. I have too. I've heard that before, and that makes total yeah. sense. But that I man actually doesn't make any sense at all. It's all <laughs> I could grasp at least the thought process behind that. So, but I always feel like if you genuinely love someone. That you don't even notice anyone else. Like, how could you even? That, like, is, that is, I don't agree with that at all. No? No. I think we're all, honestly, I think we're all yeah. human. I think, this is just my two cents Yeah, it. yeah. So, I think we're human, and I think naturally, we see a good looking person. Yeah. We look, doesn't matter who our mate is. And we may not look as hard if yeah. we're in a happy relationship or. But you don't look at them wanting to like sleep with them. No, 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 That's no. no. I mean. Okay, yes. Yeah. I'll give you that one for sure. Well, I mean, of course you're going to look. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, he's hot. She's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I usually call it the hot girls before anybody else anyway. But yeah, you can still see people. But I mean, like you don't look at them and think like I'm going to go sleep with them. And then you go home to who you're with and then you can look at them and tell them you love them after you just had sex with someone else. I think a lot of it comes down to, I think some of it comes down to also being secure as a person. That's true. Because, I mean, when I was younger, I made some stupid mistakes. Yeah. Or my friends did. I didn't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, no, I made some <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> but I mean, and that's just through creating a lot of, some pain for people I dated and vice versa, having pain created yeah. for me. That's taking me where I'm at today where, like, I really, that mentality is not mine. We're so have cheating. You cheated? I've cheated before. Yes. Yeah. I did have. you feel bad? So it depends. Here's the thing. <laughs> I like to know that. Yeah. 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 Does it, does it, here's the, <laughs> you feel really bad when you get caught. Usually, that's when everyone's remorseful and uh-huh. they feel horrible about it. Um, and there had been times that I'd done it in my younger days where I did feel bad, uh-huh. and there were a handful of times that I didn't feel anything about it. No. But that also didn't mean I was all. Was also very much not whole emotionally the person either. Yeah. So there was that uh, that ability to detach very seriously, mm-hmm. um, but it was also my environment, who where I was at, yeah. whatnot. Now, I mean, at forty one, I just that's not. I wouldn't think about that. Right. So as far or as far as acting on it, just because I I've been down that road before and I've seen the horrible pain that that can cause my, not just someone else but myself. Yeah. My husband always says I could never cheat because I would not want to see your eyes. <laughs> the pain in your eyes yeah. if yeah. that comes out. Well, and that's the other thing about it. You know, as you know this from being married 19 years, you build equity with somebody because mm-hmm. relationships are tough. It's mm-hmm. been long, but when you have marriage and you have kids and whatnot and you've gone through stuff together mm-hmm. and then you, I mean, we've seen it where you, people make this emotional bad choice and mm-hmm. they get immediate gratification and it just destroys all that equity they built up. And so, I mean, good for your husband mm-hmm. like in that thought yeah. process because it's not, I mean, he's one of the very st- few strong men because mm-hmm. a lot of guys are not the way. And, and no. what I've learned, girls are just uh, yeah. That's what as That's guys. what My he God. always says too. They girls are. are just as bad. Yeah. I, um, I think guys just think with their little head more than... <laughs> their big one yeah. and girls I feel like are actually I feel like women are more emotional cheaters so I feel like typically I mean you have your like slut girls too but yeah. I'm saying I think that they are missing something 
out of their relationship. I don't think they're as quick to cheat. Mm-hmm. I think men just think with that little head more than anything else before even thinking about it. That's what I think. Uh, no, that's true. Mm-hmm. We're, yes. We're, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that she's that way. I'm that way. But there's girls out there that are just as bad. I think with they, their vagina only. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that there is one million percent. I've never experienced it before. <laughs> that is so crazy. It's, it's true. I had a girl. <laughs> I had a girl that I dated, who we were together, and we were, without going into too many details to it, mm-hmm. we went out one night and we had had a good night. There was nothing crazy. No, no text message came on my phone or anything. And we were driving home, and we both had been drinking, and or we were Ubering home. Just kidding. We were driving home, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the conversation came up. I've no I, to this day. I can't tell you how it started, uh-huh. but somehow Messenger, Facebook, and cheating came up. This conversation, okay, random, right? I don't even know how it started. You're like, I don't even want to go into this. Uh, yeah, I don't even know how it started. Uh-huh. And so, it, I, I'm drunk. I'm feeling my alcohol right we're both that way but the conversation is taking me down a conver- down a road and it's sobering me up really quickly <laughs> it's funny so, i need a shot right uh, yeah exactly <laughs> so as we're going down this 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 conversation this girl that i was dating we had had this little breakup for like a week and when we got back together we had the conversation uh. like hey something happened initially it was no nothing happened fast forward to this conversation somehow uh, it's this drunk conversation that she's like drunk alcohol tends to be like the truth oh, yeah. for most stuff uh-huh. so all of a sudden it takes me down this conversation i this road and i said hey did something happen we're broken up at this point if it had it had but initially it was no so then the answer comes into well what i did when we were broken up is none of your business and like now it's a it goes from a definitive no to a i'm not telling you and defensive yeah so and i'm not even defensive it was, it was the Just- weirdest arrogance almost oh. like i'd never experienced that like in my life not i've heard of guys being arrogant and cocky yeah. this is the first time i dated someone who like, this is none of your business yeah like it was so weird i don't even know where it came from either so if for whatever reason i'm not this way I'm, i said dude so i remember asking her all right are you are you talking to someone else and now we're pretty serious right and she uh she's kind of giving me like now it's a drunk thing so she's giving me the kind of the uh, run around yeah the run around but no definitive answers before it was like nope now it's what i'm doing is in her business i'm no different from you and people don't change like it's a weird conversation like the babbling <laughs> conversation so then i say i'm now i'm sober i'm pissed i'm t- i'm totally sobered up from this conversation i said give me your phone oh. so eh! i know the, the ultimate <laughs> kiss of death right no one wants to see their phone you're like I- so no, this is what window. this is what this person <laughs> hammered. She's drunk. I'm sober because I'm like I don't know where no, this conversation pissed. is going. Yeah, I'm pissed. And this is the first in my life that I've ever had something like this happen. So she <laughs> she grabs her phone. She looks at it. Looks at me. Looks back down at it. Puts it in the middle console of my car. And I don't even know what to do with it because I I don't I'm not someone who typically will. I just I've never I'm not in a relationship where you I'm checking phones. Phone, yeah. yeah. So she looks at me so arrogantly and cocky, sort to God. She goes, don't you know that anything I don't want you to see, I've already erased on my <gasps> phone. I know. That's what I said. And I'm just super sober now. <sighs> and, uh, and I just remember saying, do you realize what you just said to me? And so it's going further down this con- this road. You're like uh, our fun night uh, turned into like hell. It went to, I mean, like instantly. And it came out of nowhere. So then we're going down with like, I'm still down this road of trying to like, what do you say to that? Right, at this point yeah because they don't they're, they're drunk they don't care at all and i remember asking this person all right 
am I going to have to worry about you cheating on me? Like, because it, it, that's yeah. not even, who has that conversation? Like, I had never had that conversation. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever asked anyone that that I've dated. And the response, to, and it was to this day, I've never had this response, but the response I got was, this is a true, it was so cocky. She goes, I'll do my best not to. I can't promise you. And I, and I mean, of course, I'm F-bombing it. Like, are you effing, what the fuck? She's, and she said. I'll do my best. <laughs> I've never had, like. Wow, that's a, I've never, I've heard, never that heard that before. Right? Mm-hmm. And so and she said, well, at least I'm being honest with you. So at this point, like, that's a I'll first thing. I know. I was like, that's, what do you say to that? So, of course, we don't, so we're, what would have been nice if we'd have been at the house, pulling up, she could have went home, whatever, Ubered home. We're like 20 minutes more. Oh, man. Car. So, what an awkward. Yeah, for me, it was awkward because I'm sober. She's drunk. She's not realizing anything. So, we pull up to the house. She passes out. I sleep for two hours. I wake up Ugh. and the, I take my dogs out. I come back in and she's up. And uh, I remember, like, I'm thinking in my mind, the minute I woke up, I'm like, oh my God, what do I, like, shoot what am now i doing like now we got this talk um so i walk in my house and i have my dogs and she's up and she goes hey i want to just i want to apologize for last night and i'm just blowing it off because in my mind I'm thinking this is crazy like yeah. this has got to end and i said what are you talking about she goes i was just i'm sorry i was just being really arrogant and cocky and that was essentially that i mean for a couple more days we stay together and then i ended after that but it was just like I'd never had that happen. So I don't know if something had happened or not. I'm assuming something did based on that. But that's the whole going back to the initial topic. Like for me, if I even think you're doing it, yeah. I think my I get a little butt hurt. Like I'm not yeah. even gonna play around with it. Because I feel like today there's so many women out there who are looking for good guys mm-hmm. that have good jobs, that are mm-hmm. faithful, that are loyal and I think pretty highly myself. And so that was one where I was like, dude, Mm-mm. I don't need this shit. Yeah. Well, they say that even if, I mean, if you already have the thoughts that you need to go through someone's phone and stuff, it's crazy. then you should probably end it. Like, I don't want to go through your phone. No. I don't want to even, I don't even have to worry about it. I don't want to have to feel like I need to, because in my past, when I have felt the need to go through it, which is not typical of my behavior, but in my heart, there was something and when I went and looked there was something something. and I'm like you always know you always know deep down like the emails or the phone like I don't want to if I have to feel like when you're in the shower I have to kind of sneak in there because I feel like something's happening we should just end already yeah so if I already feel like I need to go through your phone we're just it's yeah it's the in the voice speaking and it's always right you gotta listen to it always always right someone tells you who they are when they show it to you you yes believe believe it the first time the first time that took me yeah. time. It's, it honestly took me time and to learn the that. the other thing, <sighs> this is very important. You do not actually have to see the person you're in a relationship with actually sleeping with this person. You don't have to see it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> okay. There's a lot of people that talk themselves out of it. Like the proof oh. is there. You already know it. Yeah. But just because you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. They make excuses. But what? Well, one of my exes just did that one, right? Right. Uh huh. And then one of the other ones, I would actually see actually cheating, <laughs> and he'd be like, "No, I'm not." I'm like, "Wait, your dick is in her vagina." No, it's no, not. it's not. <laughs> There's another girl here. No, you're fucking crazy. I'm like, <laughs> and okay. then, okay. and then right. you're like, 
Am I crazy? Like, am I seeing you with two girls right now? No, you're not. You're drunk. You're, you're sleeping. You're I, sleeping. I, I guess I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's totally still me. A good person. Apologize immediately. Person. You're right. My fault. Yeah. I don't see this. So there is those kind of cheaters. But I was better about the last one because I left without needing to see it. So you'd heard? The fourth time. Or, wait, the last one was what now? Um, This one kept disappearing, doing mm-hmm. that fun disappearing act. Um, which for me, anyone I date, I say, I don't have a lot of requests and I don't ask much. The one thing I can ask every time is please don't disappear. Like don't turn your phone off. I feel like I'm a pretty cool girlfriend. Like you can do what you want. I'm more laid back than you are. I think like totally definitely cannot do what you want, (laughs) (laughs) but I like just like communication. So if I call you or text you, I just like to know, first of all, that you're safe. I don't immediately go to cheating, but I'm like, please don't make me worry because I have anxiety and I'll freak out. Well, this person disappeared once. Can't find them. Calling jails, calling hospitals, all these things. And then ended up that they were in jail that time. Once I was um, totally stood up at an airport, didn't show up and was drunk somewhere. Um, yeah. Where's your dating pool from? I mean, uh, yeah. good lord. Um, so then uh, disappeared. This is like a four in a row type situation. And on the last one, I happened to open my phone. Couldn't find him, by the way. And I'm on Instagram and this girl pops up and she's twerking like in the hallway of a hotel. And I heard a voice go, okay, one, two, three, go. Well, this person I was dating has a very significant voice. And I was like, and they're friends. So I was like, oh, my God, God. like you're with this bitch. Like, tell me. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I am. I'm used to the guys being like denial, like deny until like you die. You're going to go to your grave denying. Even if I have the picture, you're going to tell me, no, that's not me. Whatever. So I ended that one without needing the actual proof, even though I know in my heart I had it. How long were you all together? Um, I think you know this person. Okay. So <laughs> the next uh, reason why people cheat is a midlife crisis. A person going through a midlife crisis becomes destructive to themselves and those they love. They don't call it a crisis for nothing. If your partner goes through a midlife crisis and looks outside the relationship in an attempt to find answers to how they are feeling, if you are able to forgive, you can pull through. Um. Oh. God. I feel like you can paint an excuse on anything. I agree. Yeah, you can. Oh my I'm gosh. I'm having a midlife crisis, so I had to stick my dick in something. <laughs> that goes hand in hand. The midlife crisis. How was that for you sticking your dick in something? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't actually have a penis. <laughs> That's the next topic on penis and pussy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not transgender. <laughs> no. Um, that's, uh, I, I don't know, I think it, I at the end of the day, I really do think it goes down to, and that's just me recently experiencing that craziness that I never True. thought, like, mm-hmm. I think it comes down to people just not being whole. I mean, broken people, and it, and this is, again, that's my thought fair. process, broken if you're whole and you're securing yourself, and most people, as you were saying, they just don't want to do the work that it takes to be whole. But if you can do that work and be whole... Just like with what you went through when you went through a long time ago, you took the time to mm-hmm. get whole and get through your stuff and like right. how much better you are now, right? Uh, you can yeah. have a healthy relationship. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, but you just, if people who follow you on social media, they can see you're in mm-hmm. a significantly better place. You seem to be really, uh, really yeah, happy. Yeah, than I was uh, 
<laughs> way back then. Yeah. But you took the time, right? But yeah. that's the, they say you have to heal so you don't bleed on someone else. Yeah, hurt that's people. what they say. They say hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Mm-hmm. And do you have to heal certain issues that you had in other relationships? You can't take those in new ones. Like yeah. I was very careful when I was, after my divorce, I was very careful not to do that. I don't even talk about my issues. That, yeah. that never came up because I didn't want that to be in my new relationship. <laughs> it's really hard to oh, do. Sorry, I'm laughing just because I'm thinking of dating stories that I've had of people who just bled and shit all <laughs> over me. Like, I dated this one girl that I met on a, I met her on Match. This oh, is after gosh. I got divorced. And we connect, like, you know, it, it. it's really interesting to... Most people's pictures do not look like they look like in person. There's a handful that uh-huh. they look just that good. Uh-huh. So I met this girl on Match, and we connected really well. She, I worked in, uh, I worked for, I was a vice president of the company at one point. She was a VP of another company, and we just connected. And yeah. so I remember, you know, you start trying to connect with people and trying to figure out the dating thing. She had two kids. I have one son, and I started connecting her, which is like. Tell me about your your uh, kids, your daughter's dad. Is he in their life? He's not in their life at all. I'm like, all right. Now she's a super successful executive, uh-huh. and so I said, you know, what it, what does he do for a living? And it, it, this was in through multiple conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, hey, what does he do for a living? Who is he? What yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, she goes, he doesn't work at all. And I'm thinking, all right, well, this kind of douchebag guy is not his kids' lives. So turned out, long, long story short, that. This person was married to a billionaire before. Like this guy was just a this really wealthy guy who didn't have to work. It made sense now why the guy didn't work. And uh, oh, but yeah. right, but I remember we went on our first date. And you know when you when you first start going on a date with someone, you really connect or you're yeah. having a good time, and mm-hmm. you you know so it's it's almost obvious you guys are going to hang out because yeah. you're hanging out. So I remember it was like a Wednesday or Thursday, and that weekend I didn't have my son. So on our <laughs> first date. She'd ask, hey, what are you doing this weekend? I said, oh. And I'd say it, it was such an obvious, joking way. I said, oh, you know, i got a bunch of dates and so on and so forth. And I said it, and it, it was no question. It was joking. And you saw her go from the smile to, like, this blank, pissed-off stare. And you see her eyes glaze over. And, I, I mean, immediately I'm realizing I struck some chord, some nerve with her. And I said, oh, I'm just kidding. And she goes, and I had no idea who her ex-husband was, but she goes, do you not know what da-da-da-da did to me? He's cheating all the time. Like, I'm just, bleh, like, of all this stuff. And I remember, I mean, I went on a couple more dates with the girl, secretly. <laughs> but uh, it was just crazy. I mean, it was always something was compared to her ex. Her like, ex. They've been divorced for, like, 10 or 12 years. It's so bad to do. It's so bad. She's it's told so me easy. I, I don't even, like, I feel it makes you weaker yeah. as a person. Mm-hmm. And it also, it depends on who that other person is, but not only does it make you weaker, but it makes the other person have like, power. power over yeah. a situation. And I feel like that, um, you know, you can discuss some things, obviously. I mean, that was part of your life, but it shouldn't be now the main story in your new relationship. There's yeah. a difference with it. I think, too, that back to that midlife crisis thing, I feel like some people get married way too fast yeah. or way too young. So then they suddenly want to experience all these things um that maybe they didn't before because i think when you get married so young i don't feel like that happens as much now but i feel like when you get married so young like 20 19 right i don't know if that ever works mm. anymore this is a uh, i almost feel i almost feel like 
this is going to sound really bad, but I almost feel like people need to go through a divorce like <laughs> one time. It sounds, I know it sounds horrible only because I've gone through one. And the reason I say that is because it almost, and maybe not a divorce, just a really painful, painful gut-wrenching experience by messing stuff up so that you can learn to appreciate you the know, new stuff that comes out. I know that sounds really it crappy, but that's, I mean... <laughs> to make that sound it, as positive as possible. I know. I don't even know how. <laughs> I would hope that not, I don't have to get married, go through a divorce, and then get married again because I am getting older. <laughs> what? <laughs> how old are you? She, old. She's yeah, so old. Exactly. Um, God. But, I mean, in a way. I know. It sounds horrible. No, you know that. what I think? I mean, you made me think about it. I think that you shouldn't get married until I think you have to have God and a good church in your life. I yeah. honestly really, really, really am a big believer in that and so many people don't. Um, it doesn't mean that you can't have fun anymore. <laughs> I mean, we have a blast. So it's it's all those things. I think people are looking at it the wrong way and I myself didn't do that the first time around either. No. And I think you learn so much from it and uh, pre-marriage counseling, marriage counseling, all that stuff together helps with I think all you that. should definitely go to marriage counseling before like yes. a pre mm-hmm. before you even put a penny down on anything because I, I think if you go to a good pre-marriage counselor and you figure out then that shit you don't agree on I'd be like this so, is not but here's off. the thing though that's uh, say so I'm I agree <laughs> with you both right I totally agree with you on that I love the church I go to um over the course of years, I've realized how important it is to have that foundation because the, we all know life sucks on yes. its own. Like it's horrible mm-hmm. to go through on its own. It's way worse when you don't have some sort of foundation that you can hang on to because it is. I mean, everyone hangs on and there's nothing wrong with antidepressants at all. Mm-hmm. I've taken them before in my life. Um, but that core value of being able to have a faith and hope in God. And I know we're here to talk about that, but I think it's super core and I think it's great for relationships mm-hmm. also. But the, the, I think the challenge that happens with people is when they get so emotionally, everything's emotional when you uh, first started dating someone and they, yeah. they're like, I love you so much. <laughs> uh, you know, just crying all over each other about stuff. <laughs> but it, that's the whole thing is that it becomes so, it, it, no one becomes logical. No one takes the steps to really find out, do I mean, is this person, how dirty is this person? Do they yeah. crap? Every, it's those little things. And I've dated people who, I thought, my God, this person's amazing. Then they're at my house. I'm like, their shit is everywhere. Like, it's <laughs> You're it, like, a filthy mess. I get out of my house. And it pisses but, me but, off. Yeah, it totally pisses me off. Um, or, you know, they're just dirty or just whatever like that. But <laughs> I hope they shower. <laughs> no, I'm not talking dirty and like oh. hygiene. I'm talking dirty like filthy, like your home. Is, yeah, like mm-hmm. really. Which can really be a problem. Yes. A huge problem. It's a, it's I, a horrible problem. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think we're. Well, anyways, I don't think I could. If I walked into your house and it was filthy, I would immediately be like, we're not even going to date. There's just no point. <laughs> Are you really like crazy about that? I am crazy. Not not that you have to have a perfect spotless home. Like there can be stuff. It's when it's. No, it has to be spotless. <laughs> it is. Sorry. Well, like if you have a shirt out on your bed or something like that. Not that's like what that. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is I get that if you like maybe made your coffee that day and there's a the coffee pot still full i don't care about that i'm talking like the filth like i'm like you live in disgusting like there could be a roach crawling out of your sink at any time i will freak the fuck out and we're done (laughs) and dirty clothes someone does not freak about their freak out about that there's something wrong with them anyways yes yeah Yeah. i'm right there with you especially at our age like if you're 15 to 18 okay whatever but like (laughs) as adults 
why are you not cleaning up after yourself? But but right going back to you know most people are so even with cheating and whatnot, they're so fearful of being by themselves that I mean, I, dude, I've been in, in my life before where I've dated someone, I stayed in it because I was like, oh, they're just I'm so gonna great, like, yeah. I'm gonna find someone else, and you know. But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to just. You have to be happy alone. Without doubt. I have said that all the time to my friends. I'm like, you have to be okay being single and you have to be happy by yourself. Yeah. I love being by myself. I hate it. (laughs) You hate it? I love it. It depends. When I when I first went through my divorce, I hate I mean, I didn't know what to do. I worked at I worked at uh, I worked in trauma, which meant like I worked at twenty four seven all hours of the night and we fixed fractures in the OR. So when I started going through my divorce, I became like a newly single father. Oh. No, I was trying. So oh. it was like the crazy thing to do. But it's, you know, it, trying to stay busy is was always really nice. But I didn't know how to enjoy being by myself. Mm. Then once I learned how to be myself, I was like, holy shit, this is like so nice because when I have my son, I have him every Monday, Tuesday. Then his mom has him Wednesday and Thursday. Then we alternate weekends. So I get him for two days. She him two days. Then I give her five days. So those five days he's here, I love it. But when I used to get to where I didn't have him for five for five days, um, I, at first I felt kind of guilty for enjoying it. And any single parent would agree with me on this. They're like, hell yeah. Good, good, <laughs> right. And I love my son. Anyone who knows me knows I love my son more than anything in this world. Right. But I, I think. You still need a break. It's human. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> the other part is, is those who don't get a break. Yeah. But, I, mean, I, think I, know. Stuff, I think that stuff adds to. I do. I think those life little things add to cheating when they don't have any time themselves. Um, and I'm not justifying it, but I think yeah. there's different factors that can help lead to it for sure. When you're cheating, not, not appreciated, mm-hmm. or you feel like you're not appreciated, or you're val- you know, validated that you're not appreciated, or you're 24 seven stay at home mom or stay at home dad or yeah. whatnot. And I think a lot of people tend to associate cheating with the guy to the girl. And I think sometimes, in fairness, there's the girl to the guy. Yeah, for and sure. So, I think not feeling appreciated is a really big huge. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really do, too. I think that's a really, really big yeah. one. Yeah. Um, I think that we have come to the conclusion in our little room here <laughs> that we do not believe that you can survive, a mar- uh, relationship can survive cheating. They can there pretend are, for a minute, but... They can pretend. I... All the articles in front of me say that they can and you have to do all this work. I don't want to do it. If you cheat, you're gone. <laughs> there, you know, there has been a few people like there's been there are some people who there are probably countless people who survive their their cheating episode. But man, if it is going to survive, it's going to take so much. And work. I think it takes such a huge toll mm-hmm. on that person and I think it's probably a scar that yeah might heal, but it's always all like you always the pain, yeah, all yeah. the triggers. Yeah. Like I think that's really really difficult. When, I do too. When I when I went through my divorce initially, I was going to this church and this thing called uh, regeneration or something like that. Anyways, so it was this group of guys would get together. And they did it for girls, too. So the girls would be on one side of the church. We'd be on the guys, we another. And it was a bunch of guys who were going through these, like, crazy life experiences. And the majority of the guys were in there because they cheated on their wife or something. <laughs> or they were going through that. And the girls were doing their own thing. And the, what, what, the way it worked is we'd all go around. We'd have a few minutes to kind of tell our shit story for what was going on that week. And I can't tell you how many guys were trying to save their marriages 
but that their wife or their spouse would not let them live it down for we're talking months now yeah. oh, there was no. one guy who his wife so the way his wife found out that he was cheating on her is he had a Skype account he had all mm. sorts of accounts and she he just stupidly was connected to his iPad of course and all the stuff got busted that way but she wouldn't let him live it down and they would every week she would make him read the messages that he sent to the girl he was cheating with, which is crazy because how do you get past it if you, you can't, can't get past but it they can't like the thing is it's work on both ends like the person who needs forgiveness is like the life has to change because that person doesn't trust you anymore. Like, where are you going in the grocery store? Really? Who are you going to fuck? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like you can never get over it now. And like, now I need to track the grocery you store. That bitch is uh... <laughs> the fuck is at the grocery store. Like now, now I'm fucked in the head. You're fucked because now uh, I'm gonna have to track your ass all day. Like, yeah. I don't want that life. I like, we're either. just done. Like, I can't. Yeah, I will be too stressed. I I can't sleep already. Like, no. No. Yeah, that's. I agree. <laughs> so we don't. Our little two posh podcast does not think you can, can survive. Never. So, um, if you're in that situation right now and you believe it can, please go read all the articles that say they say it can. I we just don't believe. Do it. yourself the favor uh, the yeah. heartache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. be Get, happier later. Yeah, you will. And we are very sorry that uh, today we do not have our little Miss Polly, Miss Polly here segment. to help us. Um, understand this particular question which i know she could but we are going to go to our question of the day yes yeah the two posh girls ask the question of the day (laughs) so today's question is do you believe in love at first sight Go ahead. Uh, I I believe in lust at first sight, but I don't believe in love. Like I think you can see someone and be immediately attracted, but I don't believe in like love at first sight. So <laughs> me, I I've always had this. I've always had this ability to I can make someone fall into that. For my for me, like it, I think it's always definitely a lust part, uh-huh. but. I don't know. I've always like every serious relationship that I've had. Was it all love? started from an immediate like. Uh, really, one hundred percent of the relationships I've had. Yeah, I think really? I hear it more 100%. from men. Maybe yeah. like she walked in the room as like slow motion. No, oh. no, no. <laughs> I've, I've had no one like that. But if I was kind of set that I was gonna like I liked someone, there was a connection. I mean, I immediately made it. If it, I mean, had a few things had to work out right, but yeah. the serious relationship I had, 100% of them went from the minute. Really? To, uh, mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I know. That's cool. I know. I think uh, love at first sight, no, I'm attraction at first mm-hmm. sight, maybe. Uh, yeah, because I have to get to know this person. So... Now, but I'll say this. Now, where I'm at now, you know, I've I've come to realize that that's exactly what it is. And it sounds almost really immature, me admitting that. But I've, as far as like, uh, it's easy for yeah. me to kind of fall like in love. But, but but Patrick, my mom's husband, will tell you today that the first time he saw my mom, he said to his friend, "I will marry her." So that I think that true. that is love. <laughs> like you know what I mean. So he said that he didn't so. tell me that. But. How long did you guys date before you got married? Uh, two and a half years. All right. So that's what he said. So yeah, maybe. Uh huh. <laughs> maybe that's true. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Spider. 
<laughs> I got to turn my mic on. Uh, now, the way Marcella put it was the way I was thinking about it in my head. That I have to, I'm the same way. Like, I'm going to have to get to know someone before I can tell you if I actually am in love with them or not. So do you yeah. think that, because I do hear it from guys, though, sometimes. Or, like, the moment I saw her, I knew I was going to, like, be with her. Yeah, that I'm saying. I've like never heard a girl say it, though. I've heard that story a million times that you just said. Like, I have some friends. I, I was just at their house last night, and it was the same story. It's like, yeah, as soon as I saw her, I told my buddy, we're getting married. And they did. That's so, crazy. I when I saw her on Tinder and swiped right, I knew. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's only been for the ones that I, yeah. But they also, but you know, they also at least. I mean, it's always the physical attraction because you don't know anyone first. Right. So they've typically fallen into what I like, what I'm physically att- attracted to. But and then you know. But here's the thing that, that clearly hasn't worked out well for me at all because then you start. So no more love at first. That's right. No more love at first side at all. No. Now I'm going to be way more logical than I do it. There you go. Um, well, we are going to hear our Tupac Boutique commercial because we have amazing stuff in our boutique. So that's next. And then we're going to end the show. And. Mm-hmm. Please contact us if you have stories where your relationship or marriage did survive Yeah, you can cheating. argue with us. Please you can let us know. Tell us that we're yeah, wrong. We would love it. <laughs> Actually. If you want to be acknowledging that you're wrong, so we've got to work it out, just, just let us know. Yes, thank you. thank you. If you were looking for lingerie, swimwear, clubwear, dresses, jewelry, Halloween costumes, and so much more, check out Two Posh Boutique. Find us online on Instagram or at twoposhboutique.com. You can also call for a private fitting appointment at 469-682-1240. Do you need an item custom created? We have our own production team ready to help. Are you interested in a fun and sexy gift basket? Look no further. We create those too. We also carry a large collection of diva-sized products. Get poshed at Two Posh Boutique. We cannot wait to meet you. Twoposhboutique.com or call us at 469-682-1240. If you like our show, you can follow us on all social media handles. Two Posh Podcast is on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as Two Posh Boutique is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And my personal Instagram is Gabby Talks, and my Facebook is Gabrielle Kendler Gilmore. So reach out to us, and here's Marcella's social media handles. Also, our podcast is on all podcast networks. Um, that you can find I you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat at Marcella Ranieri. Nothing really creative. My first and last name name M A R C E L L A R A N E R I. And Two Posh Podcast is also on YouTube. We have our own YouTube yes. channel. Layton uh, Fields, y'all be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, my Instagram is Layton Fields Music, spelled L E I G H T O N F I E L D S Music. Layton Fields Music on Facebook, Layton Fields on Snapchat. Y'all get at me. (laughs) Miss Polly? Yes, you can follow me on Instagram at PR by Polly. My Twitter handle is MissPollySexEDU. Hey. Beautiful, everyone. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our channel. Subscribe to podcasts and YouTube. You can see us all. Yeah, and and everyone have a wonderful day. (laughs) 